Hey guys, welcome to the Cruciform Life. This is a discussion-based podcast where there's three guys talking about what a surrendered life to Jesus looks like in our everyday life. That if you are to be a man of God, how you view the world and everything in it will be colored by the truth of his word and his son. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Cruciform Life. We are going to be talking on the topic of accountability, kind of bouncing off the topic of mentorship uh, from last week, and uh, we're just going to get into it. Ben's got uh, some things that he wants to break down and and talk about, so Ben, here you go, man. I think that Joe really had said some stuff a few weeks ago. One of the things that I've been thinking in the last little bit, we've seen a lot of moral failure in the last 12 months, but I think that... I've been really thinking what sets us as men apart from, you know, pastors who might fail morally or, you know, and the truth of the matter is nothing because we're all fallen men. We're, you know, we're all fallen period because of our first father, Adam. Right. But the, the thing that comes back to me is that it shows the importance of being accountable and having accountability in our lives. And I think that we have a tendency to really shy away from that so often and we forget why we're meant to do life together. Mm -hmm. And we can get into zones where we just stay in our own zone. We stay where it's comfortable. We stay where we don't have to share conversations that might be embarrassing, might be hard, might be tough. And I think that that keeps us in isolation. Obviously, it keeps us in isolation. But more importantly, it, it allows for sin to grow in the dark, which the more that continues to grow, the more we're asking for trouble. And I think that it's really important that we talk about accountability and we we really should be encouraging guys to be more accountable. I mean, we need to be more accountable to each other personally, in my own opinion, even us as friends. And I think that that's why it's just, it's been really kind of burning on my heart and, you know, really I've been kind of stewing on some things and these pastors that maybe have failed morally, it it really got me thinking what separates us and what might what could we do that might allow for us to maybe hedge our wives and hedge our lives differently and to me the common denominator is being in relationship with other men and being open and honest and and having people in our lives that can call us out and and tell us we're being stupid and you know i think that that's that's where i'm at and that's why i'm thankful for you guys likewise and i'd love for your guys' thoughts. I'd love to talk about this. Yeah, Ben, um, you know, I, I totally agree with, with everything that you said. Um, you know, when I think about my own life, you know, if, if I am wandering off in unrepentant sin, my prayer, my hope is that I'm going to have brothers who are going to be there to love me enough, to confront me, to help me, to encourage me. You know, if I'm going to destroy my life, my family's life, Christ's reputation, you know, all that. I hope I have those people there. Um, and I'm so thankful that I do, you guys, yeah. to, uh, you know, to be there for me and to help me and to love me enough, you know, to do that. Yeah. Because just as uncomfortable it is to voice those concerns and voice those things that we may be struggling with, it can be just as uncomfortable as someone to confront that person as well. I think it, that we forget that sometimes too, like, 
you know, being a part of a church is not is not wavering in those things. Like being part of a church, that community is is craving that for each other. Being in community with each other, doing life together, we say. That is what church membership is. You know, when we think of just these, these parts of the Bible, um, I've noted down here, like Acts 6, 2 through 6, when, you know, we're accountable for each other. Galatians 1, 6 through 9, where, you know, we hold our leaders of our church accountable for preaching the gospel. And, um, you know, Acts 13, 1 through 3, where, you know, it talks about us being responsible for sending missionaries out into the field. We as a church, it all, we all hold each other accountable. That's how God designed it together. And it's all interwoven to each hold each other accountable. That's good. And, you know, I love what Pastor David Platt says on this. He says that, you know, with these things that having to do with accountability, the Bible is flying straight in the face of American individualism. Mm-hmm. And and how true is that? Even I could go as far as saying that even it's flying right in the face of contemporary church, yeah. you know, culture. Now, you know, typically I just see, you know, now it's give me a good sermon. Let me leave and, you know, get That's on with my rock, week. Rock band in a TED talk. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess like my question for some of you guys out there listening, you know, single, married, no matter what part of your life that you're in right now, no matter what part of your walk that you may be in, where are you committing to that local church? Where are you surrounding yourself with either men or ladies with other women to, you know, build each other up, to encourage each other, to hold each other accountable, submitting to the word with each other and, and, and holding each other accountable? You know, is that, ask yourself that question, is it happening? Like we do that here, but as Ben said, like I think even us, we can, we can do a better job of that as well. You know, we always can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to note that uh, accountability is not necessarily comfortable and majority of the time it's uncomfortable yeah you know and truly being accountable um, takes work and you know it's like going to the gym right the first time you go to the gym it's gonna be tough the mm-hmm. second time you go to the gym it's gonna be tough the third time you go to the gym it might be a little easier you know and the more you do it the more repetition the more you know, quote unquote, practice that you put into it, the more effort you put into it, uh, over time, it gets easier and easier. So, you know, when you when you call that, you know, your accountability partner or a friend who you're actually like living life with, and they know everything that's going on in your world, they're not going to be caught off guard. And, you know, I, I think it's almost easier. Well, it is easier when, you know, you're, you're doing life with other other believers and you call them up and say, you know, hey, what do you think about this situation? And just tell it to me straight. And you get that. And, you know, Ben and I and Pat, we talk about this a lot. It's like, who's in your life that can tell you no and you'll listen to? Hmm. And, you know, having that accountability, um, I think for every aspect of life is is so important for, for growth in our Christian walk. Um, and even outside of Christianity, I mean, having accountability in life is important because think how many things we can get ourselves involved in without it, even just in a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know, um, you know, one of the questions that, that Ben had, had come up with uh, for this topic was, why do you feel like we pick and choose what we say? And 
It's a great question, you know, and I'm, I'm going to answer it first. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's a lot easier to not talk about things, to be completely honest. I think it's a lot easier to just keep your head down, be quiet, and listen to other people's problems before you want to talk about your own problems. You know, it's, um, and I think we, we pick and choose because we, are nervous what somebody else is going to think about us. Yeah. Um, we're concerned with um, maybe who we feel like that person's going to go run and tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but true accountability doesn't do that. You know, true accountability is a, is a tight-knit circle, and um, you you have your conversations, you talk about what's going on, and that person may tell you some hard truths, but it's out of love, and it's, it's out of a, a direction to point you to Christ. Um, at least that's what it should look like. That's what true biblical accountability um, it looks like is pointing you back to Christ and in doing that together. But um, yeah, what do you guys think about that question? Why do you feel like we pick and choose what we say? Honestly, man, you just said something that was so good, Mike. The The whole premise of you're scared sometimes of what someone's going to say, not just scared of what someone's going to say, but who they're going to run and tell. I, I think that I think that's more of it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna go tell the pastor. You're gonna yeah. go tell this leader. You're gonna tell my other leader. You know. <laughs> I think that we have, a, and I, I think I might have said this. So you know, I, I mean, I apologize for being repetitive, but we have this fear that something's going to be taken away from us. Mm-hmm. That I mean, yeah. we're all. I mean, the three of us. We're all in leadership positions in various entities in our church. And I think that there's this fear that if I go out and say I'm struggling with anger, I'm literally someone's going to sit me down and be like, no, no, you need to go and get get your crap together before you keep on, you know, leading or whatever. And I think that we forget that the church is made up of sinners yeah. and Christ came for the sick. He didn't come for the healthy. He didn't say, bring me your you know, your best looking, best, uh, best able people. And that's who I want to serve me. He's like, no, give give me the downtrodden, give me the, the sick and the lame. I want to help them walk. I want to give them hope and, and, and peace and restoration. And I think for me, man, I, I, I'm always, I'm always scared. I'm dude, I'm scared that like you guys are going to stop wanting to talk to me. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it sounds so stupid, but it's, it's real. Like, I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of reasons that we pick and choose what we say. And literally I felt like God was almost, I wrote the question more for me than for anybody else. Like, why do I pick and choose what I say? Why do I pick and choose what I might be doing? And and it's, and Honestly, man, it, it, it it needs to be, we need, we should be asking this to ourselves every time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think when, when you struggle to answer this question as like, I feel like all three of us are, (laughs) it's a pretty good question and it's something we should ask ourselves daily. Um, and I, I mean, I agree with all the points that you guys made. I think it, you know, a lot of it is just wanting to hide it, you know, not afraid of, or being afraid of what, you know, somebody else may think, may say to somebody else, you know. Um, airing your dirty laundry, essentially, you know, it's a tough one to answer. It is a tough one to answer, Pat. And I I think that honestly, 
one thing that I keep going back to in my head, and I, I think Mike might have something, so I'm just going to steal the mic for a second, is that like Ted Roberts in Pure Desire says that behavior cannot change without first having a change of the heart. And I think that when you struggle to answer the question, I think in the past, like I'm, I'm, I've been guilty of this is that like literally thinking I'm fine and thinking like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need to talk about it. I, I, I'm okay. And I'm good. And I think that that causes us to almost, it's like our hearts are hardened to yeah. seeing the change that we truly need. And I, I think that when we think of the fact that we can't change behavior without changing our heart, yeah. that should lead us to ask God, Lord, soften my heart, yeah. soften me daily, allow me not to be hardened, allow me to seek counsel, allow me to see what an idiot I am at times right. and keep pressing the people that I need in my life, in my life and Lord speak because I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I, I, and I, I just, I guess if this is any sort of encouragement, I mean, this is like the struggle of the Christian walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? This That's is good. what being a Christian is like. It's, it's recognizing your sin and how awful we are compared to, you know, a perfect God. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's real. It's real for everyone. It, you know, being a Christian is not about being perfect. And I think that oftentimes we struggle with that in thinking that that is how it should be in being as good as I possibly can be. And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter. You can't, you can't win your way to heaven or win your way to God, you know, in being so good, you know, that's what, that's why Christ existed. You know, that's why, that's why God had to do what he did with Christ, you know, the sacrifice that he made for us because we can't do it on our own. You know, I just, I think we lose sight of that, that we can't do it you know, on our own. And I think that's also part of it too is, you know, forgetting that that this is part of the Christian walk, these struggles. Yeah, I I totally agree, Pat. Would you say to somebody who feels like they need to get accountable, but they don't know where to turn? What would you guys think on that piece? Mike, to answer that, I think that my encouragement would be don't be scared because... yeah. I think that the beauty in the ruins, what we see in the world as ruins, God sees as, I mean, the scripture, the Bible tells us over and over that God gives beauty for ashes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there is a purification as, as a man that we need to go through. Sanctification is ugly. And I think that we shouldn't be scared of fire like we should be obviously scared of hell, yeah, <laughs> fire of hell. Sure. but like, <laughs> I mean like the fire of life, tribulations, yeah. hard times, struggling in life. We're called to do it. We're called to share in the sufferings of Christ. And I think that one of the ways that we suffer as men is by having to be humbled and having to, to tell people we, we messed up. And I think that the devil who is real, who wants to, see us stumble he wants us to be scared he wants us to be scared to air out issues in our life that are causing havoc and more importantly he wants us to see that it's it's okay yeah and i think that honestly what i would say is don't be scared don't fear the rejection fear like fear not saying it Mm -hmm. like fear not getting it out and what that might do only because christ is not 
sitting there with his arms closed. He's sitting there, arms wide open, saying, come to me. And the father is not a hard-nosed, cold, unloving father. He sent his only son to die and redeem sin and put us back in right standing. He's sitting there saying, come, come, give it to me. And I think that my hope is that somehow... God has used something that he's given to us that he would cause someone to do that, to not be scared. And that's my answer. And it's Pat, so good. give me another one. Um, I'll just, uh, it's awesome, Ben. Um, all, all I'll add to that is I just want to say, like, if, if when we choose not to go through these, you know, times of adversity, you could say of, you know, having to be accountable to somebody or, or trying to, you know, air out your sin, nobody wants to do that. At the end of the day, nobody, somebody, everyone is going to be uncomfortable with that. But there's going to be no growth if you choose to just sit back yeah, and relax and just, just want to be comfortable. If you choose to run when it gets difficult, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen. You're just going to go farther from God, in my opinion. It says in James 5, 16, it says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. I, I think that scripture sums it up perfectly, that it, that you may be healed. And I think people miss this. I, I've missed this. I still miss it at times is when you're accountable to other people, there's healing in that. Yeah. There's love, there's forgiveness, and ultimately there's healing because you're you're walking closer in accountability with somebody else, but also, and, and more importantly, uh, more in accountability with God right? Yeah. That we confess even our sins to God. Like, I think oftentimes we overlook that and it's like, oh, we got to go tell this person. We got to go tell my leader. We got to go tell my pastor. Yes, that's important. But confessing it to God too is God, you know, I'm yeah. struggling with this. I really could yeah. use help today with this. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to struggle with this. It's having that heart like Ben was talking about, having a changed heart um, where we don't continue to struggle. And I think accountability at times gets the bad rap of Let's bring all of our sins to the people in our life and, and, you know, air our dirty laundry. Accountability also looks like, you know, going to the people in your life and say, hey, what do you think about, you know, this girl? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? How how would we be a good match? Or, yeah. you know, what do you think about this house? What do you guys, what are your genuine thoughts on, you know, yeah. me putting an offer in on this house? What do you think about, you know, uh, the way that I spend my money? What do you think about, you know, whatever it is in life? You know, having that accountability is is having somebody, um, and, and more importantly, I think having multiple people, um, voices in your life that are going to point you towards Christ. Yeah. Um, even for the good things, the 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 fun decisions in life too. It's not just you know dealing with sin and the 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 ugliness of our sin. Yes, that's a huge component, and that's very important. But it's it's the fun stuff. It's the it's the exciting things of life of, hey, what school do you think I should go to? Hey, what do you think I should be when I'm older? What do you think I'm good at? You know, things like that and having those conversations um, are great to have with people that you're being accountable with too because the main goal is to point each other back towards Christ. Yeah. And having those voices in our life, I think it is so important for us to see that that growth um, to be more like Christ in all that we do. Yeah. And I love that you bring that up because I think that one of the things that we so often might miss is that bro, like accountability really is friendship. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's absolutely. just 
being friends. It's right. just it, it's just walking out life. Yeah, you know, and I think that that is honestly such a great way to think about it because I think that when you're truly accountable, like you get to share in so many other things, yeah. not just being like. I suck at life. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. Like you've, you're going through a, a potential change and you've been walking something out that like, we've been able to be there with you for Mike. And I mean, right, like, yeah. I mean, I've talked about like possible job changes for me and, yep. you know, I mean, we've all gone through things that we, we see and we, that are good things in life. And yeah. we've, I mean, stimmy money, come on, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to, how can we be f good financial stewards? That's right. also a part of accountability. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think that, but it's also friendship. Yeah. It's also just being together and, and talking about things that matter and sharing those things and having people in your life that are willing to say, well, I don't know if I do that, but maybe this. Or saying like, "Hey, that's that's awesome, man! Like, I, I'm gonna pray for you through this, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna see this through. I'm gonna see this through with you, and I I, I want to be by your side through that. So I I think that accountability should be looked at as just friendship too. Yeah, not just the the negative side. So I love that you brought that up, Mike. That was good. Yeah, Ben, that's awesome, man. So guys, as we end this episode, I just want to say how you know accountability has impacted me, I guess, in a positive way, you know, through my growth, you know, I guess like I've had certain times where I may be struggling with something, you air it to somebody and they're going through the exact same thing or they have, and they can lead you in, in, you know, through that or, or love on you through that. And to kind of help you, you know, through that situation, I just want to encourage you guys, you know, um, if you guys are struggling with trying to find somebody to be accountable to, if you're struggling with just the fact that airing your sin and anything, anything, it doesn't have to be sin, just finding friendship, biblical friendship. Um, I just want to encourage you guys um, to just kind of seek that and not to be afraid, you know, because no matter what church you're in, you're going to find somebody who's going to love on you. That's good. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you back here again next Monday as we drop our next episode. Make sure to check us out on our social media platforms and hit that subscribe button.